I wonder how, when you look back in a few years' time, if you can picture yourself looking uh, backwards in a few years, how will you remember the year 2020? I'm going to remember it for being the year when I did most of my job via Zoom and via YouTube, the year when my no most loyal friend was an internet streaming camera. That was not what I was expecting at this time last year. Well, let me introduce myself to you. My name's Chris Brockway. I have the real joy of uh, being involved in the leadership of the church here at Christchurch Baptist Church. A real thrill to have you with us here this evening. This year, of course, is not yet finished. We've still got another 11 days to get through. I hope it's more than just getting through. And of course, we've still got Christmas to celebrate. I really hope that, like me, you've concluded that the year 2020 hasn't been all bad. But then I guess I am gift, uh, blessed with the gift of optimism. But maybe for you, this year has been incredibly tough. And I really hope that in all I've got to say in these next few minutes, that it will leave you with a sense of hope and perhaps even leave you with a sense of joy. Earlier on this week, I was listening to a radio programme that challenged different panellists to describe Christmas in just three words. Now, that's a fun game to play if you're really bored on Christmas Day. I wonder if you'll give it a try. I wonder which three words would you choose to summarise Christmas? I think I would go for something like this. Last minute shopping. Jolly long queues. Eating too much. The Queen's Speech, always a highlight for me. It's not fair. Is that three words or is that four? It's not fair. I've got five children. Marks and Spencer. And of course, this year, I guess we could put a different spin on it. Covid spoil plans. Or maybe we would go for home alone again. Well, if I were forced to choose just one favourite combination of three words which really sum up Christmas for me, I would have to go for God with us. God with us. Why would I choose those three words? Because these three words are used in combination several times in the Bible to describe Christmas. God with us. In the original languages of the Bible, the phrase God with us comes from two, not three words. Emmanuel meaning with us and El meaning God. God with us, Emmanuel. Now for me, these two Hebrew words translated into three English words, God with us, summarised in one name for Jesus, Emmanuel, best describe what Christmas is all about. Especially this year, but every year. Christmas is a time to remember, isn't it, that God is with us. And perhaps this year more than any other year, this is the best truth that we can celebrate together. Now, during 2020, we've gotten used to a whole new glossary of words and phrases and concepts, haven't we, to try and make sense of the strange times that we're living in. Face coverings, hand sanitizer, asymptomatic, pandemic, bubbles, but perhaps the most alien concept of them all has been social distancing. Social distancing, what's that all about? There's nothing sociable about social distancing, is there? But after 10 months of COVID, we're all too well aware of just how weird and yet too how important this practice has been for our well-being. 
here at Christchurch Baptist Church, we decided from the offset that we would avoid the phrase social distancing. It didn't sound very friendly. And instead, we've spoken about physical distancing. Either way, though, the practice has been pretty awkward. I wonder how many times your natural response in meeting somebody else or greeting another person has been to offer a hug or a handshake, but ended up becoming a kind of awkward standoff or even a dance with the other person. We are sociable, relational beings. We are wired for connection. So perhaps it's obvious that social distancing would feel awkward to us. Well, at the very beginning of the Christmas period, our family visited a very large garden centre in the east of Christchurch. And we went there to have a look around at their epic Christmas section. It's become our little tradition at the beginning of Advent, and we were keen not to miss it this year, COVID or no COVID. The shop was packed. We were shoulder to shoulder, barely enough room to move. And in this moment, I was struck by the crazy paradox that coronavirus had caused. I was very aware of too near, and yet I found myself craving more nearness with others. I wanted not to be there, and yet all at the same time, I wanted to be there too. This moment felt both very right and very wrong all at the same time. I wonder if you know what I mean. Maybe you've had a similar experience uh, this year yourself. Being anxious to be away from other people and yet wanting to be closer. It's no wonder, is it, that this year has been such a challenge. In one of our Bible readings this evening, Matthew chapter 1, Mandy read for us these words. The virgin, that's Mary, will conceive and she will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. There's those three words again to describe Christmas, God with us. Now, these are the words that the angel spoke to Joseph in a dream and he finds himself in something of a Covid-like paradoxical struggle as well. On the one hand he's understandably very perplexed at the news that he's hearing and yet on the other hand he's very accepting of the news that he's going to end up playing a small part in the story of the birth of the saviour of the world. Now throughout the first half of the Bible before the coming of Jesus There's a a familiar, there's an almost predictable life rhythm which is explained. In the time when Joseph was encountering the angel in his dream, God's people were known as the nation of Israel. Now you can read about their story in the Old Testament. That's the first half of the Bible before Jesus came. And the life rhythm was this. As a nation, they would often disobey God. They would go off and worship other idols. And then at times, God would let them suffer the consequences of their actions. Now, this often meant being defeated at the hands of other nations that were around them. And the other bit of the pattern that you see as you read through the Bible is as a nation, they would only ever seek after God when they were in trouble or when they had a pressing need or when it was a high day or a holiday. Instead of seeking God as the almighty God worthy of praise and honour all of the time, they kept God at a distance. They social distanced God until things got really bad. And then when they had nowhere else to turn, then they would invite God into their bubble. They wanted a God, but not one who would be so close, who would be in their household and might just expect them to live differently before him. Of course, that's how many people relate to God. Great for times of crisis, but otherwise keeping him at arm's length. 
But here's the good news of the Christmas story, and we're reminded of this every year. Throughout history, God keeps on reminding us of his desire to dwell with his people, to be near to them, to be in relationship with them. The angel said to Joseph, Jesus will be God with you, not God far away from you, but God close and God personal. Using the language of 2020, the days of social distancing from God can be over. God longs to be invited into your bubble. (coughs) But most importantly, the story of Christmas, as we hear it year after year, is also a reminder that God has made a way for this to happen. Jesus was born as a baby, God with skin on, we quite often say. We remember that every Christmas. But we remember, too, that that's not the end of the journey of Jesus's story. He grew to be a man who lived perfectly, to become someone who would die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins, who would then come back to life again. Why? So that our relationship with God could be put right again. Put simply, Jesus bridged the distance between us and God that was caused by our wrongdoing through his sacrifice on the cross. This evening, we also heard another reading from John's gospel, which David read to us. The gospel of John doesn't give an account of the birth of Jesus, but it begins right at the very beginning, even so, in those words that we heard. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That word became flesh and dwelt among us. Well, what does all that mean? John is simply describing how Jesus came or God came to the earth in the person of Jesus to be God Emmanuel, to be God with us in the most tangible way possible by literally moving into the neighborhood. John was saying, in effect, here, do you remember what the angel said to Joseph about God being with us? God Emmanuel. Well, that's happened. Take a look at Jesus. He's the fulfillment of that amazing promise which the angel made to Joseph. What I love about Jesus is that when he came, he made a repeated invitation for anyone with ears to hear to respond to. The invitation was, follow me. And when you do, you'll discover life, life in abundance, which includes eternal life in the presence of God. It sounds good, doesn't it? And of course, it's because it is good. The point is, is that God has not social distanced himself from us. But here's the challenge. I wonder if we have social distanced ourselves from God. For many people, the uncertainty of 2020 has caused them to wrestle with some really big questions of life. Is there meaning to this life? Is there even a God? Can I even be in relationship with that God? Did Jesus really exist? And is Jesus really the only way to have a relationship with God? Well, of course, the answer to all those questions is yes. In another section of the Bible, in James chapter four, verse eight, it says this. Draw near to me and I will draw near to you. That's the words of God speaking there. Draw near to me and I will draw near to you. It's a promise. God is saying there, if you choose not to social distance yourself from him, then he would love for you to be a part of your bubble or you part of his bubble, not only at Christmas time, but for all time, in fact, for the whole of eternity. And as I draw to a close, I just wonder, I wonder whether or not you've tried getting closer to God this year. The good news, even at the end of a very challenging year, 
it's not too late. There's an invitation to spiritual closeness, even in an age of social distancing. So I wonder which of these three words would you choose to describe Christmas? God with us? God with you? God with me? Thank you, Jesus. I want to encourage you this evening to consider joining a bubble with Jesus this year. It's the bubble that will never, ever burst. In fact, it's the bubble that will take you on into eternity and the bubble that will enable you to experience life in all of its fullness. Shall we pray together for a moment? Lord, we thank you this evening that the Christmas story is good news. It's news of a God who's moved into the neighbourhood. It's news of a God who has come close. News of a, a God who is the creator God, an awesome holy God, who invites closeness and invites intimacy. What a mind-blowing thought. And Lord, I want to pray this evening that as we sing out these familiar carols, as we hear this story again, that we wouldn't miss the promise that you are God who's come near. And when we encounter that God who's come near, lives are changed and transformed. So Lord, far from this year being doom and gloom as we come to an end, Lord, I pray that this year would be a year when each of us choose life and life in all of its fullness and a year when we might just choose Jesus as Lord and Saviour to move into our bubble. Not just for Christmas, not just for this earthly life, but for the whole of eternity. Thank you that you are God Emmanuel, God with us, revealed in the person of Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Well, we're going to sing together now one final carol, and I would encourage you where you are at home to sing out this carol loudly. Why not take a video of yourself singing or maybe take a photograph of yourself? Do use that hashtag Christchurch Carols. We would love to see images and maybe even videos of you joining in with this song as we draw to a close. It's been so great to welcome people from all over the world. Let's sing together in our different tongues. Hark the herald, angels sing.